Welcome to the DMX Podcast Show. I'm your host, Steve Mathis, as usual, and with me on the line is uh, is a guy I've been wanting to do one of these with for a while, the Campbell River Crusher, 2010 MX1 Canadian Champion, Dusty Clatt. What's up, Clatt? Not too much, man. Just got home from California yesterday, so... Yeah. Kicking around, just unloading today, so... How was that drive? How was the drive? Uh, drive was a little bit longer. I, we drive, drove my old pickup home. Oh, okay. Uh, my dad did behind me, so uh, we kind of had a little bit of a problem with it about halfway. Oh, bummer. Uh, we got her, we got her figured out pretty quick, though, so we just had to wait till the next morning to go pick up a part and then right. mosey on there from the rest of the way, but made her home safe. I imagine you've done that drive a few times. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's enough times for sure, but... Uh, it's always it usually seems to go pretty quick coming home, so that's a good thing. Right. Uh so okay. So uh we're we are uh maybe a, are we a little over a month away from the first national, Canadian national. How do you feel? Yes, sir. How do you feel? How do I feel? Feel good? Yeah. Um yeah, just kinda wing it here back at the house and uh get on so uh, get on some rough stuff, hopefully. Mm. Until yep. uh the opening round there at Kamloops. I mean, conditioning's always felt fine going in there, but uh, the track seems to, well, it's just rougher. I mean, I don't even honestly get it how California riders <laughs> do it down there. If you ride those tracks and go to an AMA national and try riding, like, right, even remotely the same. Right. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's my that's my plan anyways. Came home a little bit early, and, uh, yeah, right. I'm going to pin it here for the rest of the time. So you've been enjoy, did you enjoy your time in California as opposed to other years? Did you feel like you had a worse or better off season than other years? Uh, any and any reasons why? Uh no, actually, I got to say it was good. I didn't yep. even fall once the whole time I was down there, so <laughs> that's probably a positive. <laughs> and uh, they had a little bit more rain than usual, which is kind of different. But uh, right. other than that, no, it felt felt good and feeling good coming home. So just kind of. Yeah, keep the ball rolling and, yeah, be as ready as I can coming into Kamloops. Right, right. Yeah, I've always felt like uh, Kamloops took you by surprise the last couple of years as far as conditioning-wise and like you just touched on earlier. Um, so do you feel like you uh, maybe have that covered a little bit better? Uh, that's the whole plan is yeah. to, to try this coming home earlier to get on <laughs> get on a, either a sand track or, yeah. I mean, I got like this pit that I go to, it's got a, it's just a solid whooped out corner track, so I'm kind of right. hoping that'll uh, bring things around for do you, me. Uh, do you agree with me, though? Cam Loops has caught you by surprise in the past. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean that's exactly what I was saying before. Is I mean physically conditioning? Yeah. No, just just upper body strength. Yeah. I really don't know what, but like my shoulders would just start dying down, and I felt like I'd be mm-hmm. always like falling on the bars and stuff <laughs> like that. So uh, I think that's just because. Yeah, you're not you're not really hanging off the off the back of the bike, and you're not pounding into mm-hmm. huge braking bumps and rollers and stuff. And that track has a lot of that. So, right. Um, yeah, I'm hoping uh, there's some key ingredients here that I can uh, put together coming into that round. Um, uh, do, do the Blackfoot Yamaha guys try to get you to Georgia, or do they let you just uh, do you have to fight to stay in Cali, or do they sort of uh, let you do your own thing? Like I know. You know Tyler and Colton, and in years past, uh, Beats. Well, I guess Beats in California, but do they uh, do they want you in Georgia? And you just say, "Hey, let me do my California thing." I mean, because you, you you have relatives, you have a house and stuff, things like things like that. 
Well, I mean, I've they've obviously asked for me to go there before, but I mean, I'm just just told them that uh, I mean, I've won championships for them before, and I'm confident in in myself, and I'm a self motivator. I mean, I don't really need anyone to push me to to get me to do stuff. So right. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. Other than that, I mean, I don't really not like a party kid or none of that kind of stuff. So I'm pretty easy yeah. when it comes to staying out of trouble and all the rest of that crap. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I get get the work done and come home. Um, and then uh, you might be the only guy who's happy about Nanaimo coming back on the schedule, huh? <laughs> yeah, you got it right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, you looking forward I'll to that? On that track every single day till the till the national comes. You're gonna ride there every single day. No, I don't. <laughs> I know that's always the big thing, but you always do good there, no matter how many times you ride there. Well, I mean, yeah, like what do you expect? I mean, they had uh, the the last national that they had there. I rode that track once for like fifteen minutes, uh-huh. I think. Yeah, and, and so that was yeah one so, year prior to that. But just growing up, I rode the track lots, obviously. Right. But it's it's changed every single year, so mm-hmm. the track's never the same. Uh, but uh, just just knowing the type of soil and stuff like that, it's yeah, it just kind of comes naturally. Is it like the stuff up at your house? Because I've never been up that far north on the no, island. No, that's the only track like that on the whole island. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit different for sure. Because uh, yeah, you do you do haul butt there, no doubt about it. Do you? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It um, is what it is. Like I said, just knowing the soil, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. mean, a lot of uh, East Coast tracks are soft and stuff. And that's where you can really just twist your throttle and just hold on, whereas Nanaimo is kind of a hard pack and slippery track, so you can't really Mm -hmm. get crazy on the throttle in a lot of the corners, or you'll just spin around and not go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think think that's where a lot of the East East Coast guys don't really like the track, because it's, (laughs) I don't know, it takes a little bit more... uh, control, but obviously the roost sucks. But that's no different than any other track. Yeah, really. Uh, do you like Kamloops? Um, Kamloops is good. I think just the the water preparation could be better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's even kind of a bummer since the friggin' river's right beside it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 good. It gets good and rough, which is a good way to start the season with a good rough opener track, and right. that's kind of how. I like things. I'm a I'm a rough track fan myself, so mm-hmm. um but yeah, just uh, a few corners like it'd be good on top but they didn't put enough water in it, so as soon as you got past like six inches or so it was just yeah pop fart dry so ridiculous, so right. Kinda made a yeah, it just turned up into fluff, so if you're falling somebody it'd be pretty a little scary, that's for sure. You uh you like the Edmonton track, too bad to see that go, huh? Edmonton? Yeah, I thought you liked that one. You did pretty good there. <laughs> oh, I might have did get there. That was about it, though. <laughs> you didn't like it? I thought. Uh, I figured you would have. You you seem to you seem to ride pretty good there. Oh, that's that's the thing, right? If some if right. if you win there, you got you got to like the track, right? Right. right. <laughs> uh, it not that it was a bad track. Um, last year it was pretty outrageous. Like that's the thing with like a prairie track is. Man, it doesn't doesn't matter how much water you put on it because yeah. unless it's it's almost actually better to run those tracks dry because mm-hmm. like you can't put water on it because it's way too slippery. Yeah. And then 
yeah, when it's dry, it's just you're going to get dust, but that's like the most traction you're going to be able to get on that track. So yeah, well, I grew and up last year. It was last year. It was just fried like big time. See, I didn't, I didn't see last year. I don't have any of the nationals last year on DVD. Usually yeah. Travers hooks me up. I didn't see any last year. Um, well, wait, yeah. wait, I went to Walton besides that. Um, uh, yeah, I grew up with that kind of stuff. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> you, the window of perfection is about 10 minutes. Oh yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe if that, um, yeah, exactly. but, uh, but the, yeah, that's all you get before you end up, uh, one way or another. Um, what do you think of your 2010 season? Obviously, you won the title, so that's awesome, and that's good. Uh, you were uh, pretty damn fast, but Fasciati, your teammate Fasciati, kind of had you covered. Uh, we're buddies. I can say that, right? Yeah, teammates, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Okay, so what What do you think? I mean, you, you, obviously, you won the title. That's good. Consistency and uh, knowing, knowing uh, how fast you can go is one thing, but what do you need to do to step it up? this year uh just be as physically prepared as i can yeah you feel that you feel that i am a quicker rider but uh man i don't know like actually i kind of just did an interview this this morning and uh Mm -hmm. i was kind of mentioning there that you know we were talking about the same thing with colton and he's a good rider i mean he can't take nothing away from the kid Mm -hmm. i think that honestly colton would have been I think more, even more far ahead of his game if he had gotten on proper equipment and good, solid backing people behind him that stood behind him. The kid was always fast going through right. amateurs and stuff like that, and then, yeah, it just fell apart there. And mm-hmm. but I think with uh, as soon as he got onto Blackfoot, he had the good equipment, and JSR obviously helped him out with right. you know proper doing stuff properly and riding and off-the-bike stuff, too, obviously training and yeah, yeah. food and all the rest of that crap. So, I mean, just because the show, he's right how he is now is kind of how he was through amateurs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, do you, do you feel like he has an edge on – he had an edge on you in uh, endurance-wise? Um, you know what? It, it's tough to say because yeah. even still, um, honestly, I, I would like to say that it was weight – Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, like even at uh, Edmonton, for instance, uh, there's a couple corners, mm-hmm. and that obviously just had a long straightaways coming into him. So I mean, there's nothing you can do but hold the thing tapped wide open. Right. And uh, I mean, that's usually my quickest part of the track is on corners or where I make up time on people. So. Right. Um. But, yeah, I'd come out of a corner, and, yeah, we'd be tapped right behind each other, and he would end up yarding me, like, a good 20, 40 feet by the time I get down to the end of the straightaway, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so his dykes, they would kind of frustrate me a little bit there, but, I mean, I think he's about 20 pounds lighter than me. You think that much, huh? Look yeah. Like, yeah. Well, he looks really tall and lanky, but as soon as he, as soon as he gets his freaking gear off, he's <laughs> twigs and bones pretty much. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. um is it uh, how's your guys' relationship? Um, I've been on many teams where uh, you know the number one and the number two guy race each other, and uh, they're okay, but they're not you know going for um, stakes after the race. Is, is is it fair to say that, or you guys have a better relationship than that? I mean, honestly, I don't like call them or get in touch with them or anything during the right. during the offseason, nothing like that. But it's pretty much just show up on weekend and mm-hmm. we ride. But at the same time, it's not like 
you know, it's all all frowns or serious faces inside the rig and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still talk after motos and blah, 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 or talk about sections and stuff, but... Yeah, do you, no, got, do you guys compare? Really, do you I don't got, really have any negative yeah. negativity against anyone on the team or right. even racers in general, unless they're shit talking to me or something behind my back. But yeah, you're a pretty easygoing guy. Do you guys talk about yeah. lines? Do you guys do you guys talk about hey, this is I found that I had this killer line, or do you, do you actually share that kind of information? Uh, maybe not lines, but maybe <laughs> just like a rough section, rough section of a track. Right, right. It was uh, it was pretty bad, but I mean, sometimes yeah, we'll mention that. Oh yeah, I was, or were you taking this line or blah 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 kind of right. thing? But, right. Yeah. Yeah, I always felt like uh, with him. Uh, uh, I know Blair. Blair was telling Blair Morgan is telling me that he had to like really babysit him. <laughs> uh, so it feels like he's he's figuring things out now. He's finally grown up a little bit and, and and figuring it out. Whereas you have been kind of on your own for almost your whole career, huh? Yeah. Um, ever since I turned pro, I was well back here. Anyways, I never. Mm-hmm. Never rode with anyone really growing up. Um, a little bit on on small bikes, but yeah, once I hit the pro level, I was just head pack up my truck and head out to the track and go do motos by myself, and right. that was pretty much my whole career. Um, who was fast on the island when you were on eighties? Like, you know what? Actually, it was a it was a fast scene here on the island. Yeah. Um, we had Nikki, obviously Nikki Dunn, mm-hmm. um, Darcy, myself. Um, crap, I'm trying to think. Actually, uh, one kid that was good, uh, my mom's husband's son, mm-hmm. Kyle, when he rode, he was, he was really quick and, uh, he made it to the intermediate level, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they kind of got out of it at that time, but yeah, if he had stuck to racing, he would have been a really fast kid for sure. Hands down. Yeah. He was pretty good. Um, yeah, like he he was he was right up there with Darcy and or even beating them at times. So mm-hmm. uh, he was a he was a quick kid for sure. Darcy older than you? Darcy, I believe. Uh, I'm gonna say two, two or three years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's got to be at least three. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was always ahead of you a little bit, um, as far as that goes. Um, yeah, it's amazing yeah. to me uh, a guy. From the island, I guess got as good as you did, uh, as fast as you did. Really, um, I don't think you're a big fan of motocross magazines and motocross videos. It's just would you just attribute sort of your 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 uh, your comeuppance to just practice, practice, practice? <laughs> did you used to ride uh, this all the time, or no? I did. I did a lot. Did watch a lot of. Did you? I used to buy magazines all the time. Um, you just never seem like a fan type of guy to me. You know, like you seem like you're just like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I think a little bit more now. Oh. Holy crap. Yeah, oh, there it is. There it is. Crap. Pug brawl. Yeah. Live on the podcast. <clears throat> but, uh, no, just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I did all that stuff. I mean, watching videos and stuff growing up, but, uh, ever since, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, just lately, I mean, I'm I'm more interested in other stuff. and Right. I think it's more so that you just, so evolved around it or a lot of people ask questions about motocross or you know just kind of repeating the same answers it kind of just melts <laughs> your mind a little bit sometimes but yeah yeah um uh but i mean I'm, I'm interested in a lot of other things too so like whenever i see you you're always like hey what's going on down south and you know i'll tell you a little bit and you'll be like huh i didn't know that and i'll be like 
You didn't know that? <laughs> Which means, you know, you're not what like... about American teams? Yeah, yeah, or just about riders or whatever. You're always like, huh, I didn't know that. Cool. And uh, I'm always like, yeah. wow, this guy, he doesn't read the internet, the magazine, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff, like nowadays. So, no, actually, that's honestly, I, I've, I follow it online. Yeah. Mostly, I guess. Um, right. I don't I don't watch live timing or nothing like that because I like to watch it on TV and mm-hmm. not kind of ruin the results for me before I watch it or else it kind of makes the race pretty boring. Right, right. But, uh, no, I, I keep – I'm pretty interested in the, the AMA series and stuff like that, so I like to see how – See how they're all playing out and mm-hmm. what all the drama and commotions about. So, hey, did you yeah, <clears throat> did you have any when, when it was up in the air as for far as Blackfoot coming back? Did any teams give you a call and be like, hey, uh, you know, we want to sign you, or was it always you were just like, hey, I'm going to Blackfoot or uh, or nothing? Uh, as far as up here, or yeah, down there, no, uh, up here or up there, <laughs> up there, up there, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm down um, here. <laughs> Uh, a couple guys, I think, wanted to, but I just told them that I was waiting on right. Blackfoot's uh, proposal, or mm-hmm. not proposal, but if we were going to be able to do anything, we weren't too sure on what was right. going on. But, I mean, at the same time, like, you win championships with that team, it's pretty hard to, and you know the equipment's good. Right. It makes, uh, makes leaving pretty hard, I guess you could say. Are you uh, Are you making as much money as you did on the Honda days of Blackfoot? Or uh, have you, is there? Um, I, did, I did well for myself this year. Yeah, just by but winning. At the same at the same time, 2006 was kind of my. I just proved myself here, so I right. think 07 I would have. I could have made a a lot of money that year, but mm-hmm. well, a lot of money, a lot of Canadian money, put it that way. Right, right. You feel a 2000. But, what would happen if the gate dropped in a 2006 clat and a 2010 Dusty clat? What would happen? Who would win? What would happen? You know what? Honestly, it beats me. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, any anything that I did then, mm-hmm. I'm not doing any different now. Really? Um, yeah. Honestly, that season, I uh, yeah, I rode I rode a fair bit mm-hmm. coming into the season, but getting close to the season stuff like that, it was. I I did my gym workouts. Right. So whatever, spinning weight, and mm-hmm. then. Man, I I know that there was a uh, times like because Canberra River Track could be so friggin' dust bowled out that I just pretty much go up there and just hammer one right. wrong moto out and then call it a day. Right. But there there was times that I think coming there was a two week break before Saskatchewan because it was the halfway mark. Mm-hmm. And uh, I probably rode a total of an hour over the <laughs> over the two, the two weeks. Week, over the two weeks. Yeah. And heck, that was one of my best races yet. Right, but right. I mean, like I said, I just, well, I mean, I do a, a ton of BMXing too in the, mm-hmm. obviously all the time. So, but just with that and cycling and stuff, mm-hmm. man, I never got tired at all. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was feeling fresh after two motos, so. Right. Do you, uh. So, yeah, it kind of boggles my mind after doing stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. it seems like now, honestly, I feel like I put more effort in now than I did then. Yeah, yeah, right. As you're getting but, older uh, too, you know, so. Yeah. But uh, hey, did you did, did you know did you know you could win that '06 season? I mean, did you, I mean you knew you would do well, but did you have a feeling before this season that you would do as well as you did? I mean, JSR was the target, you know. Um, but did you uh, did you see that type of year coming before the season? Um, I knew that I wanted to, to battle with them for sure, right. but um, 
being on a 250F or 250R mm-hmm. prior to to the four-stroke days, I knew that I rode I rode a 450, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, coming into the 05 season. Then they switched me back to a 250. Right. And uh, I felt so strong on that bike. It was kind of a letdown. <clears throat> but uh, hey, even Jason Mitchell kind of regrets that call on his nose because he, he knew I would have did better on that bike. But Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I beat JSR straight up before that. So, I mean, I knew that it was in me to to be able to do it. So I just put – I just tried thinking of ways that could advantage me coming into that season. So mm-hmm. I just put a – a schedule for myself and made it happen. Right. But uh, obviously, as far as winning as much as I did, no, I did not think I was going to. Yeah. And I figured races would have been closer than what they were, but. Yeah. Um, yeah the races I went. Yeah, to, I mean he. he yeah, he 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 had me hands down at, at the first round there, but. Right. I was kind of sitting on my butt there for two days because they flew me in really early, but right. maybe to get used to time zones, so that kind of screwed me over, but. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, when uh, I lost, man, a lot of points there at Manitoba when I DNF that one moto. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, because it was I had thirty three points. Yeah, going in, and your did you radiate? Yeah, it dropped. Yeah, it dropped right. Yeah, it dropped right down to. Um, crap! I can't even remember. I think it was like. Uh, I think it was three points. I think. I think it was yeah, three points. Okay, seven. Yeah. I, I thought it was gonna be seven or something, but yeah. Well, no, because uh, I think I I got back out on that moto, oh. and JSR obviously. Oh, I got second in the second moto. That's what it was. Yeah. So that put him another three points ahead. So yeah, he passed you in like the second last lap or the last lap, didn't he? Yeah, there was like four laps to go. I think he got me. Yeah, but yeah. like I said, it was super hot that day. <clears throat> I know I was there. Yeah, um, out there. Uh, so let's go back to the end of that year. Uh, you you want to. You wanted to go to the U.S., um, got an agent, <clears throat> shop for rides. Uh, how did the star racing deal come about? Um, Tony, obviously. Uh, Tony Gardia? Did all the looking around. Yeah, Tony Gardia. Did all the looking around. and I mean, it was definitely nice uh, having him to do all that stuff, and he's got his foot in the door for a lot of – I mean, he's pretty well rounded with all the, the factory teams and stuff like right, that. right. And uh, anyways, but yeah, coming up with Star, um, even Jason actually helped look for uh, some rides and stuff for me. I, I I can't remember if I know he put me in touch with Tony, mm-hmm. but um, whether the Star thing, I'm not too sure. But he was talking with Star and uh, another team, I believe it could have been W WBR WBR. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And uh, now I did a bit of bit of talking and obviously I talked with each team and um Tony Tony obviously did a bit of the most most of the talking I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, really? I you really did... wanted to get on a on a four fifty ride but right. um yeah Tony's just like there's pretty much no way you're gonna be able to come down and expect yeah. uh, expect anything unless you prove yourself first. So Right. Um yeah, so I think that's kinda why I bumped down to the small bike instead. So Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a, a live and learn, honestly. Uh, I think uh, the smartest route, I probably should have just sucked it up and man through it one more year. I mean, I was young, and right. I think uh, staying on the staying on the same bike and, you know, something similar to what I had and 
yeah, just trying to make the best out of that, I think probably would have worked out a bit better for me. But yeah, hindsight is what it is. Yeah, hindsight is what it is. Hindsight's fifty-fifty for sure. We all we all think that you did have sort of a deal for no money, you know, Moto Triple X Honda four fifty. But again, it's no money. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, you know, it's pretty tough to 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 look at that and look at an offer from a team like Star, which had factory backing and and turn yeah. it down. But um, what do you what do you think of your year? What do you think of when you think of star racing Yamaha in your year there? What uh, what kind of thoughts come to mind? Uh, honestly, just kind of a, a bummer, really. Mm-hmm. Um, not towards the team. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, Bobby is a bit of a, a hard ass at times, but yeah. I mean, obviously, everyone expects to, to win races. <laughs> That's just the whole um, the whole atmosphere down there. I mean, it's right. super uptight and um, it's not laid back. It's you know, they want to win races just like every other team. So, right. um, obviously, it was kind of a piss off for me coming into to Anaheim there. And you know, I I felt I felt good and strong. I could ride motos solid right to the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, to get burned out like that really yeah, really right sucked. <laughs> and you know, even still, like people say that uh, or whatever that I'm a quitter and stuff like that. But I mean. I had a milk-sized carton friggin' burn on my back. Yeah, And that was the lower one. I had I had four other ones up at the top of my back. Mm-hmm. And uh, come back to the next round and call call me a quitter is pretty pretty yeah. stupid. But it's uh it's it, the the debut of Dusty Clad and Supercross. I mean, it, it just couldn't have gone really any worse as far as yeah. getting a ball rolling. You come into Anaheim gnarly whoop section along the third baseline, and. Uh, you cartwheel into it, your bike lands on you and burns burns you bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you're not the only guy to cartwheel in those whoops, that's for sure. They were gnarly. Um, oh, no, I believe it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, exactly. Kind of tough to get, you know, your whole mental aspect going after something like that, right? Yeah, so, I mean, I just, there was obviously nothing I could really do that week. I tried riding once, and, like, mm-hmm. I could barely even move, move my back because it was, right. and you got, there's so much stuff you got to do with burns. They're, just hideous. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, um, coming into Phoenix, there I, I put it together and rode practice. I pretty much showed up that day not expecting to ride, but mm-hmm. you know, Bobby, uh, Bobby pushed me into getting out there. So I, I got out there anyways and tried doing as much as we could with my back. And you know, Asterix team helped me out with setting that all up. So they did a. It's always nice having those guys around for sure. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. The Canadian and, uh, series would love to have yeah, something. Coming like that. into my heat race, I did super good. I was fourth, which was my best heat race, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then um, <clears throat> coming into the main event, I was running, got a good start. I was second off the bat, and I was third, third or fourth. Yeah, I think for, third, or third or fourth. Can't remember. Yeah, for seven, I think on the seventh or eighth lap. Friggin' uh, Lawrence cleaned me out after that triple, and yeah, mm-hmm. the race was over after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but definitely. you know, at the same time, it was it was the it was so frustrating and the biggest piss off because the kid didn't need to. He's clearly quicker than me, right? And just to pull a move like he did was really just stupid because mm-hmm. behind us, like behind me, there was there was about a six second gap. Like we had a whole straightaway on on the guys behind me, so it kind of it was a real big bummer for me because I think that would have put tons of confidence in me knowing that I could have mm-hmm. ran there on on that track and stuff. And, uh, 
yeah, I probably I definitely would have ended up probably fourth, right, or maybe a fifth at worst in that race. So yeah, and it really would have got you going. You're right. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Even yeah, after everything that just went on in that in that first round. So mm-hmm. from there, it was kind of just trying to do the best I could after that. And obviously, it I I fell right down after that race, way back, and then eventually just kind of worked my. I guys consistently got better every weekend after that, but yeah, I think you ended up twelfth you know, in the series or something like that, missing a race. Uh, yeah, I honestly yeah. don't don't even know where I finished up, but right. And uh, <clears throat> outdoors uh, didn't go well either. Bad starts. You charged hard. Um, you looked like you were you were trying hard, but you know I don't think the bike was the best it could be in the class at that time. And uh, as well, I I just you know don't think it was clicking for you. Um, what do you remember about outdoors? Um, outdoors was, I mean, the same as Supercross. I was initially and physically prepared. There was no doubt about that. I could run two motos strong every day. Right. Um, me and Glenn were, yeah, at practice tracks every day running two 235s or 240s every day. So mm-hmm. there was no uh, no loss there. But And honestly, I mean, the, the bike was good. The equipment was good. Mm-hmm. Um, we had... Honestly, the the strongest motors I think out of oh, yeah. all the Yamaha teams that year. Right. Um, I know that I think even our motors dynoed, uh, dynoed higher than uh, even the factory ones and stuff. I don't know. Right. If anyone is supposed to know that, but who really gives a crap anyway? Yeah. At this point, who cares? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, equipment was good. But I think one thing that was a huge eye opener for me was. Just how uh, it was the same thing I was talking about the the Colton thing earlier. Right. Like <laughs> at uh, man, just like how the light kids could just friggin' yard you ridiculously. Right. And uh, I think the biggest eye opener was Washougal, um, even though it was my last weekend at Still. But right. Um, I came up to Horsepower Hill and Villapoto's right behind me. Mm-hmm. So he comes up and he's side by side next to me coming out of that corner and obviously like again it's a friggin' wide open hill he had 200 feet on me by the time i got to that hill <laughs> off of it. The top, tell yeah. me how that works seriously right, right. it's like is look like it's towing a friggin' cement pillar behind my bike pretty much <laughs> maybe you were maybe you picked one up in the corner yeah before. <laughs> i don't know man but it's so just frust- frustration for you really um, yeah and okay. it, was, it was the same thing at, at southwick they're friggin' Uh, Townley, when he was on the, the mm-hmm. PC bike there. Yeah, like, same thing, come out of a straightaway right beside him because I was trying to put in a, a hot lap for practice there. And, right. And he, he just yarded me like 150 feet by the time he got to the end of it. And I was just like... Right. It was so frustrating. I mean, I'm just holding the thing, just trying to stretch the cables to go further than they were. But right. here's what it is. Yeah, um, uh, disappointing for you to uh, to end up with your with your shot at, in the uh, in the U.S. and have it go like that. Um, besides, yeah. besides, uh, well, I guess you already said if you did it differently, you'd take a four fifty ride, right? And that, if you could do it over, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it probably would have been a, a smarter choice instead of mm-hmm. just did, trying to do what I did. I guess. Now looking back on it, are you glad you did it though? I mean, y- y- it was frustrating. It didn't work you know, out, I, but. No, it's exactly it though because um, 
that's life, and you you, right. you live and learn from mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I I definitely don't regret that part at all. But obviously, you look at look back at it mm-hmm. because if I just hopped into a 450, I wouldn't have learned that experience with the 250F. So no, that's true. If it ever came to the choice of coming down to my last fall and I tried to prove something on a 250F, obviously it was going to work in the first place. So right, right, right. Yeah, that's true. So so you, yeah, so you look at it, you had fun. It was a good time. Yeah, I had yeah. fun. I definitely did had fun for sure, and thankful for everyone that helped me down there. Right, hands down. So, what was the what was a highlight for you? Let's say what did what, I mean, Phoenix. Until Lawrence cleaned uh, you yeah, up. Yeah, Phoenix was good, obviously, until I uh, mm-hmm. until it ended how it did. But um, up until then, it was pretty cool feeling being knowing they pretty much gonna make a podium and then yeah have it uh, have it thrown away. But yeah. Um, Really a tough call to say coming up to that year. It was a pretty pretty rough one itself, but yeah. Um, man, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so the next year you signed with Cernix uh, Kawasaki's for uh, American Supercrosses and uh, Canadian Nationals. And I yeah. gotta say, I thought you'd do better, Clat. I thought you'd do better. Yeah. What? Uh, let's talk about that. Did you? Did, what was the deal? What? Uh, what did you think of the bike? What? What? And all that. <clears throat> um. Bike was fine. Uh, motor was good. Yeah. Um, I think suspension was obviously the my main struggle for me that whole season long. But right. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, obviously, it's <laughs> to yeah, come off to come off the '07 season, yeah. I think, and then you just uh, knowing pretty much all your confidence is out the window. Right. And then, uh, yeah, just riding the test track obviously as much as I can and uh, mm-hmm. break my collarbone a week prior to Anaheim was it was just right. man, yeah just a piss off it's like one thing after another for you <laughs> yeah exactly right? right and uh yeah so now I'm just trying to come back into it with whatever <clears throat> 10 or 9 races or whatever was left and yeah. to me it's just way too hard to to jump into a series like that when you haven't Mm-hmm. Haven't really ridden as much as you uh, should have, and expect uh, to get all those butterflies and stuff out halfway through the season. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses up. I didn't yeah. uh, didn't do as good as I I thought I would have. But like I said, it's pretty hard when you're all the confidence is out the window and yeah, trying to jump back into it. Well, I guess like any like any rider, you know that's uh, <coughs> that's, uh, that's key for for you. You know what I mean? Confidence and yeah. Um, yeah, maybe more so with you than other guys. You know what I mean? Some guys can put that aside and not worry about it. Other guys, it affects them more. It's not uh, it's not a bad character trait or anything. It's just the way you are, you know? Yeah. Um, like you said, like in 06, you wrote an hour in two weeks. And you show up and, you you know, you kill them and you know how good you were. And it's just that's all yeah. in, in the head, you know? So Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Canadian outdoors didn't quite go the way that uh, that you wanted to either, huh? No. Um Weren't you sick or Obviously, something? Yeah. What happened? Did you miss a race? No. No, not then. There's no excuses at all. <laughs> um, I thought you were sick. Or, like I yeah. said, uh, <clears throat> huh? Mm-hmm. I thought you were sick or something for a race or two. or I don't know. No, I had a broken foot for the last half of the season. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was an excuse because I obviously came back every weekend and yeah. wasn't a quitter. Right, right. <laughs> quitter. Um, quitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly, uh, right. Who calls you a quitter? Um, I never heard of this, any of this quitter stuff. Where, where, do you, oh, where dude, are you getting this from? so much bullshit on the, the forums there. Oh, 
man, you got to stop. Yeah. Who cares what the forums say? Oh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't been on there in a long time. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, because I never heard those terms, quitter, with Dusty Clatt, you know? Uh, Jason yeah. Lawrence, quitter? Sure, I've heard that. But, uh, uh, you know, nobody gets to the level you're at by being a quitter. Um, oh, dude, there's <clears throat> you wouldn't believe the, the amount of quitter talk that was after that <laughs> whole star incident there. Um, and the funny thing is half the people don't even know what went on there so well i got i mean i got the team side i got your side it wasn't working out you know what i mean yeah. it, it wasn't it, the team didn't want to waste any more money bobby regan the team owner is a hard ass he was pissed because okay. he was spending money and you were getting you know 10s to 12s to 15s yeah. and uh and you were frustrated and it's for the best it wasn't where you said i quit on the team they were pretty much happy to see you leave yeah. don't take it the wrong way but it wasn't working oh, no, out it wasn't exactly. working it wasn't working out um so uh uh after 08 you uh you know you you, you have an off season in Canada. I think you, you got third though or fourth, didn't you? Or second? Did you get second? What would you get? Second. You got second? Okay. I got second in 08. Yeah. And Gibson Gibson got third maybe. Um uh so then you the back foot team comes back to you and uh and you probably can't grab a pen fast enough, huh? Um I mean I've I've always kept in touch with Jason anyways just right. cuz he's been a friend and all the rest of that crap. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we had talked a bit, and really for myself, I uh, that was probably the most time I took off a dirt bike was after the 2008 season. I just had a long sit and uh, decided what what the hell I wanted to do pretty much. Really? If, uh, like you were maybe going to not race? Oh, man, I just, you know, I was sick and tired of... Uh-huh. Yeah, just a lot of a lot of stuff and personal wow. stuff in my life and Right, right. I mean the kind of the list goes on, it was just all all adding up and and I, I was just over a, a lot of it, so Right. I think uh I took uh, I think seven six or seven months off a of bike. Really? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just did did nothing yeah, until yeah. uh until it was time to do something, so Right. I think uh that really opened uh opened my eyes and just you know, kind of gave me a final answer on what I what I want to do. So right, right. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's exactly what I needed was just a break from everything. Yeah, it had been two uh, years. I think of, it helped me out. Two years of injuries and and full time seasons and and everything. Like I've heard many times from you in interviews that, you know, along with the U.S. thing, you don't you have a hard time with the week in and week out thirty races a year thing. You know what I mean? Like you like yeah, your no, other definitely. Stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that was one eye opener for me too. Was just you spend so so much time riding bikes, and you know I wasn't obviously used to that. I mean, I could just doing what I did here was enough for me. I mean, I think that routine could probably work down there too, but right, right, uh, it's just different. I don't, I don't know. Obviously, the the level and intensity of the racing is a little a little right. different than it is up here in Canada, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, just doing so much riding and all the rest of that. I think honestly, I. uh I felt I had to I had to prove something pretty much every single day, going to a practice. Going track to a test or, track, right, right, yeah. Yeah, so I made maybe just a lot of a lot of pressure just came into it. So mm-hmm. I think that probably kind of took some of the fun away from it. Yeah, I think uh, in 2008, I I told Glenn I just wanted to take my bike home and just let me go ride instead of mm-hmm. you know whatever having your mechanic there. Right, right. 
kind of deal. But yeah, different strokes for different folks. Um, yeah, exactly right. Right, no, for sure. Uh, hey, what'd you think? So, oh nine, you're on Blackfoot. What'd you think of the 2010 Yamaha YZ450 uh, when you got on it and you rode it? What did you think of that bike? Um, good bike for sure. I mean, there's. I mean, it what wasn't did, a. I don't even know. It's hard, kind of hard. I don't to explain. even know. He says. <laughs> Um, I, it's it's just funny because like obviously it was the the bike design is just pretty much rechanged motocross yeah, right there. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, but the funny thing is it's a bike, so it's gonna ride like a bike. So I mean, obviously the changes to how it felt wouldn't right. wouldn't be as as dramatic. But mm-hmm. um, no, it was a great bike for sure, hands down. Mm-hmm. Um, the power delivery and the power that it had, the uh, the handling. Um. And it kind of just felt lighter than right. than, than the last year's bike too. But mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, it's a it's a great bike for sure. Hey, has it been frustrating for you to not be able to have won Montreal Supercross the last few years? Um, definitely a race that you uh, you once uh, won uh, and ruled at. Uh, is it is it been frustrating for you? You've been fast, but I have I haven't been I haven't been back since. Russia, what happened last? Oh yeah, never bad mind. Start. I came more to happen last year. Yeah, oh, bad. Got third. Yeah, you got a bad start. Um, Terrible start. Yeah. Um. Um. I now actually, honestly, this year was kind of the the piss off for me. Mm-hmm. Um. I knew I was fastest rider, and I could. I was just really hoping for that start, and right. never got it. And that was it. But uh, I mean, on a track like that, <clears throat> it is what it is. Um, it was obviously super tight. Uh, pretty one lined in a lot of the corners and stuff like that. Right. So uh, in the first corner, I you know what? Honestly, I had a good start. I was third. I came over that little single deal, and somebody had washed their front out, front end, front end, mm-hmm. and I ended up having to to ride over his friggin' bike. And mm-hmm. then, like, I think probably four or five guys got past me. Okay. And then I got stuck behind. Man, I can't remember, but you probably don't even know who won uh, it. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, of course I do. Your boy. Oh, who? And and Dub. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Nick Way won. Well, you're just not the type of guy to really care about that stuff. So, um, uh, what about the Toronto Supercross? You know, there's lots of talks. Um, people want Canadians there, and certainly you have you know the most Supercross experience out of anybody in Canada. Uh, maybe your teammate would be right behind you. So, uh, thoughts on that? Would you like to race it? Uh, do you miss it out? Do you miss miss not racing, or do you not care? Honestly, it's a one-off race. I mean, there's, I don't know, man. Like, from mm-hmm. a fan's point of view, yeah, it's pretty stupid why a Canadian wouldn't want to go race something like that, but they but. just don't see the the aspect that goes behind it. I mean, mm-hmm. you want to buy, you want to buy an AMA license, that's, realistically canadian it's about 500 bucks mm-hmm. uh by our entry for the race which there's 150 um whatever if i live in bc okay well i can tell you right now blackfoot is definitely not gonna buy me a flight nor bike crate to do that so right. that's easily going to cost me about two grand uh, for a flight and yeah send my bike out there right right so right right now, realistically, you're probably going to look at about five thousand dollars for me just to go to the venue. Right, right. To do to do one race and then in an American Supercross, right? Hopefully, make the main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh. you, you certainly I can understand the the frustration for fans. They want to see 
Canada's yeah. best, which is you you know you and your teammate. But uh, you're right, there's other things that go on behind it. I mean, for sure, if it was just a the race that we could go hit, and I had a Supercross track to practice on in my own backyard, then right. I mean, sure, yeah. If I lived down in Southern California, I could ride and have my own place with mm-hmm. or whatever. Live with Villapoto or something, or have one of those guys you could go ride with, just like JT does with right. Ferry and all the rest of that kind of crap, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah, it be, could could be a little bit different then, but right. Um, yeah, it's just it is what it is, and I mean, mm-hmm. Blackfoot is paying me to to ride Canadian races, and if I go to Toronto Supercross and I break my femur and that puts me out for the year, well, I can tell you right now that. A Canadian salary is pretty much chump change, and I cannot make a living, let alone even probably pay my house bill for right. what I make a year. Yeah. So really, all the money I make is from bonuses. Bonuses and, and purse money and uh, contingency and all that, right? Yeah, that, that's that's where all the money in Canadian racing is made. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all the riders up here don't hardly even get a, a salary. Right. Besides our our team, from what I hear, anyways. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 tough pickings even even down there. I mean, I kind of even heard what <laughs> Dungey was making from last year and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no, it's it's, it's, not, it's not it's not what it is anymore. No, it's definitely been cut uh, back. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, and That's what about lot. and what about the motocross nations? Uh, I know another touchy subject, Clyde. I know I'm going there. But uh, uh, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about Blackfoot's? Uh, you know, they don't want to go. It costs too much money. There's po- tons of politics involved with the. Uh, Sanctioning bodies and stuff, but bottom line, would Dusty Clatt ride the Dis Nations every year if it all worked out? Hell yeah, I would for sure. Right. I want to go every year. It's it's a cool venue to mm-hmm. to do. And honestly, I've I've said years before that I would race them. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of years that I did want to. I'll I'll say that. Mm-hmm. But uh, after a couple of years there, I didn't. Uh, of not doing it, I wanted to wanted to go race it, and mm-hmm. then I was supposed to go in '07, and then I broke my wrist after mm-hmm. my star season there. <laughs> but no, uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, I mean, coming um, crap, we didn't go this year, right? So yeah, yeah. I, I told uh, yeah, I told uh, I told Blackfoot they obviously um, came came up to me about it pretty early in the season to to right. figure it out figure it all out. And I just said that uh, I was like, "Man, I'll go if if we're going right. that way." Yeah, oh, I mean, man. half the yeah. time it doesn't matter whether you want to go. It's it's never your decision. So no, no, absolutely. Um, a team of uh, to go, I'll go for sure. Team, I just all I yeah. want is my race equipment and right. stuff that I race on for the summer. If I can go there with the best equipment and all the rest of that crap in my mechanic, then yeah, I'll go. Yeah, a team of yourself, Asiati, and, and Dean Wilson. Had it all yeah, falling I mean, together, I, pretty good, I think. Yeah, I mean, it would have would have been really good, I think. Uh, right. But I mean, obviously, Col- Colton would have been minus out, but yeah, that's Tyler true. would have probably made up that spot, I'm sure. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's disappointing honestly, as a fan. I think, but, uh, yeah. I, think they, I, bleh, I think everything was supposed to be worked out for that event, and mm-hmm. Jason even put up uh, put up some money, and I honestly don't know what. What can, what fart show happened with them? But <laughs> something. Uh, well, I think yeah, one, I, I really don't know. Yeah. I just keep my keep my face out of it. So 
Yeah, it's another another discussion for another time. Not not your place to uh, to really you know talk about. I understand for sure. And we, like you said, you don't you're out of it. But yeah. uh, hey, what 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 uh, what would you like to see the CMA CMA? Would you like to see the CMRC do better? What what do you think uh, they could do to improve the Nats? In your opinion, do better for the Nationals. Well, I, it's tough to say. I mean, there's a lot of different stuff, but I think mostly is. Uh, that I can see is even a rider coming to venues and stuff like that is just the, the advertisement. And that's all you'll ever hear mm-hmm. anywhere you go is you'll ask somebody about it and they're like, oh, man, whatever. There will be, like, motocross fans in that area that yeah. I've heard from and they, they didn't even know that the race was freaking <laughs> happening and it's happening in their area. Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, So get the word out better. I remember, go, I'm, I remember going to the St. Trek. St. Tech track that was freaking out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and there was I seen one sign on the whole way to the venue and it was smaller than uh, a pit board <laughs> it said yeah. MX yeah. track pointing this way and right. this track's 45 minutes out in the middle of nowhere Right, right. so unless you had any remote clue of where the track was to begin with or man it's just I think that's definitely what's gonna what could help our friggin' racing out. I mean, yeah, heck, man! Like the funny thing is, spend two hundred bucks on paper or some motocross guy that lives in, let's just say, we'll use Calgary for instance. Mm-hmm. You give this guy X amount of money to have flyers or whatever made, and get him to just post that, just litter it all over town. That's gonna attract more people to come to the track, right? And in the long run, that's going to make you more money in the end. So why not put right. a little bit of money towards something so easy and simple? Mm-hmm. All it takes is somebody in the area to do that. So um, personally, yeah. me, that's what I would do if I, I was. I've heard it before. I've heard it f- before from some other people for sure. So uh, um, good ideas there. Hey, uh, uh, I don't know even if this question is applicable to you, but. Uh, are you ever you ever get worried about any of these up and coming kids or riders or anybody that you see challenging yourself or Fasciati in uh, in twenty eleven? Do you think? Uh, um, what's your thoughts on that? Or is it going to be you two guys again? I mean, what's your thoughts on the competition? The competition? Yeah. Oh man, I don't like is what Canadian riders or like yeah. American? Well, whatever. Up? Anybody we want to talk about? I mean, here's the part where you talk crap on everybody, client. Oh, yeah, I'm not a crap talker. <laughs> no, so. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm but uh, what do you think of Key switching to KTM? Let's start with that. Um, I think it's <clears throat> cool for him because now he doesn't have to travel all the way across Canada in his truck and trailer, which is going to make <laughs> riding and stuff a lot nicer for him. So I all think right. he can probably concentrate a little bit a little bit more on his riding. But uh-huh. um, I'm not sure if he's still going to be pounding wrenches and hammers on uh, steel equipment. But Right, right. Um, uh yeah, he's a good kid, and uh, yeah, I definitely hope the best for him, and I hope he does good on that bike. Okay. Um, uh, Teddy Mayer, what do you think? How's he going to do? Are you going to have to worry about uh, him? Am I worried about him? Yeah. I honestly don't worry about anyone until the <laughs> until the season comes. I actually do believe I, that. That's a cliche, but I really do believe that with you. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, man, you know what, you can... If you worry about somebody coming into a season, what what advantage is that going to do to you coming into right. the season? I mean, like, you can't really put yourself. It's just going to get you nowhere. So Good point. 
You're right. Really, you put you, you put yourself in the best possible position that you can for yourself and make sure you're physically and mental mentally prepared mm-hmm. coming into the first race. Yeah. And if you're, as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do, then you'll be on top. Right. Number one plate is heavy anyways enough without you worrying about anybody else, right? Hell no, dude. It's just another number on a bike. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's fu- a different digit. What's funny with you is that you really mean it. That's what's funny. You, you know, I, I, I do believe and you take it, things pretty. Yeah, you can't look at whatever well, because of... you got a number well, one plate on. I mean, yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a cool feeling, but I've never felt that anchor ever wearing that right. that plate. Right. For sure, because I put hard effort into to get to get those number one plates in the years prior. So mm-hmm. that's all you got to do coming into with. Right. You know you can win, and yeah, put it together. You've uh, done it before. Do it again. Um, yeah, pretty pretty basic advice. Uh, how much longer are you going to race for? Well, you got you got an ultimate plan. You got a master plan. Ultimate plan. I don't know, man. I'm going to race as long as I can, but right. I mean, I gotta I gotta be able to make money at the same time, too. So mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I own a home and all the rest of that crap. So right. bills can uh, bills can be high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as long as somebody so, will keep paying you to race a motorcycle, you'll keep doing it. You got it. Right. Right on, man. Yeah. Well, hey, um, thank you for doing this. I know uh, yeah. it's probably the most you've talked in a long time. So. No, no problem, actually. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for having the interview because, uh, you know, it's always nice to get, uh, get a few words out there and uh, a few opinions of your own and see both yeah. sides of the story, I guess. Or Yeah. Yeah, any of it and all. It's a, I felt it was a good interview today, so I'm pretty pretty pumped. Cool. Right on, man. Well, thanks, Dusty. And then I will see you um, – I don't even know. I can go to the last three. Those don't conflict with U.S., so I'll probably see you at those last three. But good luck this year. Cool, man. Thank you. Right on. Thanks, Dusty. Yeah, good to see you. Bye.